Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Forbes Factor. Uh, I'm very, very excited to be here. Wednesdays at 2 o'clock Eastern is one of my favorite times to go live around the world. Say hi to you, bring you some tidbits, fun, be a little controversial. Um, I'm getting a little fired up as I'm talking and listening to all the male, female athlete things that are going on. I'm not going to focus on that. I just want to raise your awareness because it's making me nuts. As a woman, I love being a woman. And ooh. So here's the deal. What I do want to focus on today is your level of fitness. How fit are you? Do you know? You know, for the last couple of weeks, I'm a little disappointed in myself. I've been working so hard from the neck up. I forget I have something from the neck down. You do that long enough and things start to go south quickly. Yeah. You all notice that summer is coming. If you're listening to this live and I'm going to tell you that fitness may not be what you think it is. You know, I, I hang out with a 97 year old woman who talks to me all the time about how she does push-ups on the desk, she's stretching in the bed, and she would never go a day without fitness. Makes sense to me, right? And fitness is also your heart, your lungs, your attitude. There's so much that goes into it. Well, for years, I was fit. I was a dancer, but I was a little chunky because turns out that fitness is more than just running the race in school or doing the push-ups they had us do or the pull-ups that I couldn't do or playing a sport. It actually also has a lot to do with what you put in your mouth. And one of my mentors really talked about that, taught my kids that. If man made it, don't eat it. Yeah, he's a pretty amazing guy. His name was Jack LaLanne. And I'm saddened that some of you don't know who he was, never had a chance to encounter him. He made a TV show for almost 34 years, I think. Well, some news happened the other day. Very exciting news. For everybody who doesn't know Jack LaLanne, that's okay. Because I bet you know Mark Wahlberg. And guess who's playing Jack LaLanne in the movie? Now, I don't think they've cast who's playing me just yet. And I don't know if my special guest is also going to be in the movie, but you never know. I spent eight years with Jack. We'll see. But uh, because of all the products that I've sold, now, to be really clear, I never ended up in the national. I never ended up um, on a competitor stage. I, I'm married to a guy who's happy to take off his clothes in public, parade around and have people judge his muscles. Oh, God, that sounds so painful. For me, being just fit and healthy, wearing a good size clothes, and my fitness has evolved over the years. Now, because many of you know, I wrote a book about this uh, where I redefined the word diet. Growing up, my mom was always 260 pounds. In my house, diet was starvation, deprivation, counting calories, and how many diets could you be on? And every time I went on one, I would immediately cheat. You tell me something, and I'm like, I, I, I just, and then once I cheated, I had permission to eat the entire chocolate cake. One day I woke up and realized I'm going to turn the word diet on its head. It became decisions I eat today. And for the last 20 years or so, I have decisions I eat today. And two days ago, I had a bite. It's going to be my birthday soon. I had a bite of the most delicious chocolate German cake, and I loved it. I haven't had one since because it's a decision. If I want to look fit and healthy, I have to eat a certain way, right? All right. My guest has been defining the word fitness forever. I mean, literally, he is now, I think, the longest running TV show on fitness around the world. I met him many years ago. I am so honored that he is my friend. Uh, also in the National Fitness Hall of Fame, a face you're probably going to know if you love ESPN. 
We call it Bodies in Motion. Please welcome to the stage my dear friend, Gilad. Aloha. Aloha, Forbes. Uh, you're so up and ready to rock and roll. Always amazing. Always. You know why? Because I get to. Because I get to hang out with great people like you. I get to entertain people. And I also very clearly know that it's about exciting people, engaging them, and enrolling them. And, and I love this. I, I love that people spend any time watching us, you know? Absolutely. Sure. Plus, plus I, I, I really wonder what you have for breakfast, because I'd like to have the same. <laughs> well, you know, that's a conversation we can have, because I don't. Uh, we have a little bit of weird scratching. I'm not quite sure if that's my, I'm going to mute my, my producer here. Um, you know, it's a funny thing lately, because my breakfast is very specific. It's not coffee. I hardly ever drink coffee. Every once in a while, I want to. Like, I think it's a cool grown-up drink, and then I realize bad for us. Um, so I'll <laughs> talk about that in a second. You don't have a Hawaiian accent. Why did I say aloha? Aloha. Yes. Well, the Hawaiian accent, I I can actually, uh, you know, I've been there in Hawaii for 40 years. I can actually, uh, I can actually pull it off. Yeah. uh, The Hawaiian accent. If I'm with local people in Hawaii that were born and that were born and raised in Hawaii. Uh, But other than that, I try to uh, still master my, slight accent that I still carry in English, in regular English. So, uh, Elad, where were you born? Is what? Where were you born? I was born, I was born in Israel. Mm-hmm. I was born in Israel on uh, one of those things they call the kibbutz. Yes, which some people don't know what that is. Please feel free to explain. So kibbutz, a kibbutz is basically a, uh, it's a, it's a communal living but it's not sort of like, it's not uh, what communal living is considered in the United States. It has more more sort of like a hippie uh, connotation to it. It was really uh, when Israel was first established in 1948, uh, the kibbutz was really uh, settlements that were uh, strung along the borders to kind of create a presence. And my parents were pioneers who went to Israel to settle on one of those kibbutzes and I was uh, I was born there, and uh, basically they, they used to be that they were all uh, farm farm oriented, but they also have a lot of industry and uh, very uh, innovative. Uh, uh, it's not just it's. Gilad, we're having a little bit of issues with your sound. I'm not sure now. I cannot hear you at all. So something is going in and out. And forgive him for a second while he tweaks that, and now we have no sound for you. So if you are, but and you're not muted, which is not good. Are you on an earpiece? Is that it? Are you, are you, are you, so you can't hear me either. Wow. So I'm going to say for a second, and guys, I apologize for this. It happens with technology sometimes. Uh, see if I can write him, maybe leave the Zoom and come back. If that helps, hang on one second and come back. So he's going to try doing that. And so I'm just going to, Tap dance for a second while you guys, while he's fixing that. Because if you're listening to us live, you only hear our voice on Voice America. Yeah, you can join on your phone. Uh Uh-huh. That would be fine. And I also broadcast because I love the visual. You know, some of us have a face for radio, or in this case, face for TV. I've been on TV my entire life. And when Gilad comes back, you're going to realize that he has too. For almost 40 years, he has been a fitness professional. He moved to Hawaii. And if you've ever seen Bodies in Motion, it's a beautiful concept of him working out outside are you there okay now i can hear you perfect so what happened there 
Uh, you know what? It's called technology, and it's who knows what happens. It's all technology. Yeah, it happens. It's still a little scratchy, though, so make sure that I'm, you're on your phone, right? That's where the audio you know what? is. Let's, let's do this. I think I'll have better reception yeah. if the audio is on the phone. Yeah, do that. You can leave I'll here keep... come back. Okay, so let me register through the uh, phone. Hold on. <laughs> this is the other thing. You know, this is I, live, live, have... live, live fixing. You have, guys, you have to go to Facebook. You have go to go here, to Facebook. Uh, just a second. For a second. Uh, he's walking us through how he's doing it. It's so cute. For those of you over 20, technology is frightening. See, you guys, if you're under 20, you were born with a cell phone in your hand like my kids. For the rest of us, we are always playing catch up. So I'm, I'm looking at Gilad. If you want to see his beautiful face, join me on Facebook and you're going to watch him. It's just absolutely fun. I tell you, I love this. And I also love who's joining us. I want to say hi to Jen and Christian. We've got some fun people. Oh, there he is. I'm going to remove this one. Watch how we do this. All right. So I'm going to remove that one. And Gilad, come say hi. <laughs> okay. So now I am. Well, let me stay on. On. Uh, okay. So here we go. Yeah, you now, look great on your phone. You sound great. Yes. So now I'm on iPhone. So this is fine. And I love how fast you fix that. I was just telling everybody about the joys of technology. Have you noticed how it keeps changing and we always have to play catch up? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I want to get into your story because I don't have that much time. So here's the deal. You were born on a kibbutz in Israel. Have you always been interested in health and fitness? Yes, I always have. Why? Uh, It's interesting because I've always had these images of running and sports and, and soccer and, and, you know, as a kid, I got involved in a very young age. I loved playing soccer. I used to run away from school to play soccer. Uh, I, uh, from high school, I used to ditch high school to go and run track and field. And, uh, and eventually I became uh, really good at it. And uh, in the decathlon, I held the national record back in Israel. That's why I came to the United States. I actually came to the United States uh, to train for the Olympics. And, oh, wow. Uh, How old were you at the time? 22. Mm, okay. Now, did you imagine at that time when you're doing all this that you had a career in fitness or is it just something you love to do? It's something that I love to do. I never even thought I was going to, you know, this was uh, when I was going to college in California, I thought this was going to be just a part-time job that I will do uh, to help finance college. And uh, eventually it, uh, it's been a 40-some year career now and uh, I'm still doing it and still going at it. And uh, one day when I grow up, I'll have a real job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope you never grow up. I love what you do. I mean, I knew you. I knew of you before I met you, which was kind of cool. When you were, so now you're 22 in, in California. Did you know about people like Jacqueline and Arnold Schwarzenegger? And did you follow them when you were that age? Yes, of course. As a matter of fact, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I, I was teaching classes in, in L.A., in Los Angeles, I was going to school there at the University of California, UCLA. Uh, and uh, Arnold was, uh, he was preparing for his first Conan movie back in the day. And uh, him and uh, back then his girlfriend, Maria Shriver, would come, <laughs> would come to the, I had a daily class at 6.30 in the evening and they would, they would come to the class. And oh, his, wow. goal, his goal was because he was, uh, he was just coming off his sixth or seventh time Mr. Uh, Olympia. And his goal was to get, in order to perform well in his movie, he wanted to get a little bit smaller and quicker with his movement with the swords. 
So he came and started taking these, uh, you know, cardio classes that I was teaching back then. And uh, we developed a, a friendship as a result. So he would like to stay after the class occasionally and say, let's do a little bit more gila. This is not enough for me. And I'd, I'd stay there and help, uh, help him, uh, you know, continue working out for a while. And uh, I think that there was this result. He got, he got, he got where he wanted to be for the movie. But then they, yeah. But then they what? And then they, they 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 flew out to. I think the movie was filmed in Spain, the first Conan movie. And uh, after he came back, he you know we continued the friendship, and he uh, eventually he used me used me in his book. Uh, when I first started my shows in Hawaii, he came out and did a couple of guest appearances. Uh, that's an Arnold uh, Jack La, Jack Lalane. I've known about because uh, anybody who was in fitness back in the day. Everybody knew who Jack LaLanne was because there was the Jack LaLanne European health spas. Was Jack LaLanne was posted everywhere, pretty much for people who were in the fitness industry. Now, let alone people today, you know, the younger generation doesn't realize that back then there wasn't a gym on every corner like there is today. I oh, mean, I from, know that. You know, from studios to Pilates studios to yoga studios to fitness centers to health clubs to all that wasn't wasn't there. Uh, he was pretty much one of the only games in town uh, back in the day. And uh, you got to give him a lot of credit because he really is the, uh, you know, the godfather of fitness, the way we know it today. Uh, and uh, I, when I started my fitness show in Hawaii, I kind of wanted to see what he does, you know, with his show, because his show was still, was still alive. Uh, he was still filming his show in L.A. So I reached out to the producers and they said, sure, if you can come out to L.A., he'll, he'll be glad to host you on his show. Oh, were you on his show? Oh, yes, in 1982. Oh, my gosh. Yes, in 1982, I, I, uh, I was in L.A. Uh, I went to, for a visit there. My family was living there at the time. And, uh, and he hosted me on his show. So I was, you know, my first ever really video appearance was on the Jack LaLanne show. So I owe him that. When you first met Jack, because I talk about my experiences all the time, what was that like? Uh, well, uh, it was okay. really, it was really an inspiring and refreshing uh, uh, meeting because he, you know, being carrying who he was at the time versus I'm an unknown, you know, uh, he was very uh, friendly, courteous, encouraging. Uh, I remember I didn't have my show back then. And I remember him saying, you know, I, he hosted me, of course. And uh, we did some exercise and I demonstrated together with him. And he said, young man, you're going to have your own show. And I said, wow, if 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 Jack LaLanne. Right. Uh, believes that I have something, you know, to to offer, then I it is very encouraging that I really I must really have something to offer. And uh, my show started one year after that. So uh, I'm looking, I'm on YouTube right now. And I'm, and you guys, if you're on video, you can't, I mean, well, just listen, you can't appreciate this, but I'm, I see you and Jack in Hawaii doing a little, you know, a little dip here. It's quite wonderful. I didn't realize until this moment that you guys had been on each other's shows. This is fascinating to me, you guys, because as you may know, Jack and I spent eight years together, my all-time hero. I know a lot about their lives. I'm in their books. You and I, and we've got to take a break in two minutes. When we come back, we're going to talk about 
the National Fitness Hall of Fame, how you got inducted. But how, see, because I want to say that you were on television as fitness people are on YouTube today, but it's very, very different because it was harder back then. Anybody can start a YouTube channel, but being on TV takes a lot. Um, And then why you moved to Hawaii. So let's just start with in one minute. Why did you base out of Hawaii? Uh, Basically, I uh, got a job offer in Hawaii. I was doing some private training as well. And I was I was flown out with a group of people uh, to Hawaii to be their personal trainer while they were on vacation in the summer. And as a result of that, we did some demonstration at the only basically the only high end club in Hawaii back then. And uh, we were there for two weeks and I was doing stuff, stuff in their studio with my group. And eventually the owner of the club came and made me an offer that I couldn't refuse. I love that, you guys. I got to take a quick break. We're going to go to our quick commercial. We come back. We're going to find out about the National Fitness Hall of Fame, how like the super fit man and I have a whole lot in common. And I think we have more in common with you because not only are we just going to talk about ourselves, but as we get older, we're still both passionate about fitness. And I want to invite you to bring some friends, bring moms, dads, grandma, grandpa, because you're never too old to get fit. And that's the point of today's show. We'll be right back after this message. Don't go away. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. 
everybody, welcome back to the Forbes Factor. If you can see me, I've got this crazy, ridiculous smile on my face. My birthday is next week, and this is one of my presents. Uh, a gentleman that I've known for a long time, but I still get excited when I talk to him. One of the godfathers of fitness, he probably doesn't want to be called that. All the way from Israel and Hawaii, and now today in New York, please welcome back to the stage, Mr. Gilad. Thank you, Forbes. Does that embarrass you when I say that? <laughs> That's very, it's okay. I, I can, I can, ha I listen, I've known you for a long time. I can handle it. I got used to it. You know, I, I get such a kick out of, you know, I was not fit. My mom was 260 pounds my whole life and I loved dancing. I didn't understand food and I was bullied when I was in New York city as an actress and a dancer because I was overweight. Overweight back then was 20, 25 pounds overweight, and I didn't quite understand it. So the irony that I am today, also in the National Fitness Hall of Fame, and this person, to me, just tells everybody that, like Jack just said, if you want it, you can have it. Absolutely. It Absolutely. So now I'm going to put these pieces together. You are a personal trainer, and I want you guys, my entrepreneurs who listen to this, to follow this. It's a kid from Israel, right? Now he's in the U.S. He's meeting some of these famous people doing fitness. You're in Hawaii. How did the show happen on ESPN, which was huge back then? Right, huge. Uh, yes, uh, it was an idea. Uh, I, I started teaching. You know, I, I like I said, I got this offer at the Honolulu Club in, in back in the day, nineteen eighty one, and uh, some of the people that were taking my class uh, were fairly affluent people in Honolulu at the time. And uh, one of the person people that were, were in my class on a regular basis were, was a manager of a local TV station. And uh, said, have you ever thought of doing this and putting it on television? And I said, well, no, I haven't, but it would be a great idea. So he kind of threw a ball at me. And uh, to make a very long story short, uh, I took the ball and started running with it. And, uh, you know, had a few stumbles and falls and stumbles and falls, but eventually, and it, when I look in, if I look in retrospect, it was happened actually pretty quickly because I started shoot, started putting this show together at the end of 82 after, <clears throat> after I came back from the Jack LaLanne show uh, and after he hosted me. Uh, and I started putting together this partnership uh, to, to shoot shows in Hawaii. Uh, we started as a local as a local uh, program, and uh, eventually, through connections that I had in Hawaii, uh, I was able to find a uh, an agent back in the day, uh, a syndicator that what that specifically did TV shows, right. and with his with his help, I put together uh, you know programs that I was able to then present to stations across the country. And that's what he did for me. He actually took the shows and started marketing them across the country uh, to different TV stations, like uh, like uh, in Texas, in uh, in Nevada, uh, in California. We were airing in a show in a place, and um, eventually we were able to uh, get uh, ESPN to look at the shows, and they picked it up as their main fitness show. They were, I was the first fitness show to be on ESPN uh, back in 1985. That's when the show started airing nationally. Um, so let me and, ask you a question. You went through a lot to make this happen. Nowadays, yeah. fast forward, hard to believe 40 years later, because 82 and right. 20, I mean, hard to believe it's 2022. 
Yes. Nowadays, anybody who has a pair of sneakers can open up a YouTube channel completely for free, and some of them have millions of views. When yes. you did this, how does it make you feel? What do you think about? Well, I think that, uh, you know, what I was able to do back then and the kind of exposure that we had back then, I mean, nowadays, it's not just a YouTube, but you look at television, and television has 600 channels at least, if not more. You know, back then you had the main channels, ABC, NBC, CBS, their affiliates. Right. You had a couple cable channels, and that was it. Right. Uh, game. So when I was airing on, on ESPN at noon, you know, pretty much everybody in the country found, found out about it and, and aired. Today, I, I noticed as well with, with, the, with the YouTube, first of all, anybody can put any contact he, content he wants. Right. On, and there's no, uh, there's no uh, balances. There's, no, there's really no judgment. There's no, you can do whatever you want. Right. Um, on the one hand, I think it's, you know, it's good because you can put content out there. On the second hand, you have to be very careful with what you actually digest because some of it is good and some of it isn't that good. And, uh, you know, there's really no buffer between uh, the person at home and somebody who puts content on, 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 on the networks. On the on the YouTube, so we can, we we can go down a couple of roads. We could talk about how to do that, and I do think that'd be an interesting conversation for anyone who's interested in taking their fitness career and making a career out of it. But I want to because we have limited time. As we're getting older, you I've known you for years. You still look really good. Thank I you. see a lot of other people. They don't look so really good. What's the difference? Okay, I think that I think for me. What I can say is that I've been very, very uh, consistent with my training and with my exercise, uh, with fitness, and with uh, overall a healthy, uh, sensible diet. And I think I think that helps. Uh, a lot of people, uh, like you know, like you suggest, and like Jack said, I think you asked me before, what's the takeaway? Yeah. From I think it's not just a takeaway from Jack, but it's something that I've learned to realize on my own terms is that no matter how old or young you are, if you want to make a change in your life, you can make that change happen. You have to have a plan. You have to have, decide what it is. You have to have a goal. You have to set it. And then you have to do the work to get to that goal. Uh, but I think anybody, like you take somebody who's, uh, like you said, you were 20, 30 pounds overweight. Yep. Uh, somebody who's, uh, you know, who has uh, health issues, I think that health and fitness has proven, and nutrition, time and again, that these are the elements that can help you change your life for the better. Yeah. Not just physically and the way you look, but the way you feel, uh, the way your health is, and basically uh, not just add years to your life, but life to your years, as yeah. we say. And so I my 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 beautiful husband in my life is a fitness competitor. And I will say over the last six years, I always noticed people because I've been in the weight loss fitness industry, but I hadn't really noticed it until I started hanging out with him on a regular basis. And I would look at his body because he just stopped competing like recently and he was always very, very fit. So everybody comments, no one else looks like him. Now, I'm not saying you need to be a competitor, but when I look around and I'm curious if you notice this too, 
a lot of very, very big bellies, a lot of, a lot of slouching, a lot of people who are, don't seem like they're comfortable at all in their body. What do you think's going on? And then when people say, oh, I don't go to the gym. I don't want to do this. What suggestion do you have for people who are not doing this? Well, uh, I think that the best, the best thing I can tell them is that, number one, to find out why they're not wanting to do it. Because I think a lot of time it's fear and being overwhelmed. Because if you're, if you're really out of shape and overweight and you're thinking, ah, you know, this is going to be so much hard work and I don't even, even know how to begin, uh, I would like to make the change. But first of all, you have to admit that willingness to yourself that you do want to make the change. I think once you make that switch in your mind and say, yes, I think this is something, the goal worth having and worth pursuing, I think at that point you can make the necessary changes. Uh, it takes time. You know, the magic is, doesn't happen overnight. There's no magic pill. There's no magic solution. There's no magic exercise that will take you overnight from where you are to where you want to be. It's, 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 it's a road. It's a journey. And the main thing about this journey is that you have to be consistent. You know, not, you know, people ask me, actually, when, you know, as we get a little bit older, uh, you know, the body goes through natural changes. There's not, nothing you can do about it. Nobody, create, nobody found the formula how to change that yet. Maybe someday. Uh, but I think that, uh, you know, making small changes in your life uh, that you can follow step by step mm -hmm. and follow on a regular basis. I think that within, you know, anybody who's really out of shape and really, you know, frustrated. I think that within six months, they can make huge, huge dramatic changes in their life mm. uh, or the better. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's, that's, that's the key. Let's talk about your diet for a second. People always ask me as though there's some magical, I love when they look at Joshua. I'd never really hung out with somebody who's that visibly super fit. And it's always like, so what do you eat? And I thinking, what do you expect him to say? He's going to say broccoli and chicken or something. He's not going to say I eat popsicles and chocolate cake, which I think people want. They really, oh, hopefully this is the guy that eats terrible food and looks like that, right? Right, right. I, I, I'll touch on that, but I want to add, add one more thing to what I was saying earlier here. And that is that uh, as we get older, you know, the metabolism slows down a bit and you have to work with that. Uh, and I think that uh, consistency becomes more important than intensity. Uh, for example, when, you, when you're 20s and you're 30s, you can work intensely. You can do that. I think as we get older, rather than think about, oh, this is going to be really hard, you have to think, oh, this is going to be really consistent. I can do easy things, apply it into my life, make it fit into my schedule. And if I do it on a regular basis, the results are there. Now, in regards to nutrition, that's a tough one because, you know, some people – they simply don't want to give up on some of those sugary, uh, you know, traps that we have. And, you know, there's one, I, I had a, a very, uh, a mentor in Hawaii in the day when I got there. It was a, was a gentleman who was a bit older than Jack LaLanne at the time. And he said, he's all, and he was all very, very fit. He lived to the age of 104 almost. Wow. And he, he would say to me, uh, in order to get agreeable results, sometimes you have to do disagreeable things. So, as they say, you can't 
have your cake and eat it too. You have to, you can take a small slice, but you can't finish that cake. So I think that's the key, you know, add exercise and fitness, find a way to fit it on a regular basis into your schedule and tighten up your diet a little bit, you know, get, 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 get healthier, uh, get healthier substitutes for what you're doing now. If your diet isn't good. And most of us, the diet's not good. I know that because I walk through the grocery store, I can stand and look at somebody's cart as they're pulling out. I just think the education is not there. And I think the system, if you're listening to me, is designed against you. When you push your little kids to the grocery aisle, the sugary cereals are right where the kids sit. A lot of the box things you don't realize when it says low fat, it's high in sugar. They have 16,000 different names for sugar. So unless you're gonna read the entire label, Right. Jack always said, if man made it, don't eat it. There's no labels in his diet, if I remember correctly. That's right. No, it's like, uh, you know, our friend, uh, our, you know, our mentor, Jack LaLanne, said as well, uh, you know, uh, uh, exercise is king and nutrition is queen. If you have both, you have a kingdom. So he also know. said, if it tastes good, spit it out. <laughs> you know, I, if you I've listen. Had, yes, Sorry. I've had a few times and it was interesting because the waiters any, any place you'd go the waiters knew him it was really oh. fun to talk with him i was with his, him in new york for dinner i was with him in la once in las vegas one time and uh he would always talk to the main the main the main guy and said i need you to bring me all the vegetables that you have in the kitchen yes 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 <laughs> cut them on a, on a plate put them give them to me yes all whatever vegetables you have that are fresh bring them to me and they would, they would go and sometimes they would go out and get vegetables because they didn't have them at the kitchen at the time. And they would make, they would accommodate him. Do you know, I've known you for a long time. We've never, you guys are witnessing, we've never had this conversation, this sharing of a love, man that we both loved. I didn't realize that you had that kind of connection to him. And it's wonderful because I often talk about, he goes into a, a, a restaurant, walks up to waiter and would say, hey, are you married or are you happy? <laughs> People just like love him. <laughs> I talk about when you walk on a set to do a show with him, you know, there's these craft service tables and there's always junk food. And, you know, we all drink coffee and have donuts. Every time he walked through, he would never make you feel bad, but everybody would put the coffee and donuts or Diet Coke right behind them as he passed because we know it's not good. And he made us, he just, his presence reminded us about yes. how to live. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, I have to say that, uh, you know, now I, I'm experiencing the same type of mannerisms for people when I walk in. If they recognize me, they start, you know, <laughs> don't look at what I'm eating, please. Yeah. Well, it, it's a phenomenal, what a great history. I will tell you, as they're about to make this movie with Mark Wahlberg, it will be especially fun for us. I hope we get to go to the premiere because it was our lives. I spent eight years with Jack and Elaine. I mean, you probably spent way more than that. You knew him for like when he was 80. Yeah, that was like 20 years. Yes, I actually, yeah. So, yes. And, and you know, I'm, 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 I'm sure you are as well. I'm, I'm in touch with Elaine all the time. Uh, with Elaine. Uh, she's pretty, she's, uh, <clears throat> she's just celebrated 97. 97. She is my, without a doubt, hands down role model for my life and for both my children. She, my kids grew up with them. Uh, spend time at their home. I, I feel especially blessed about that. But she said something to me that I'm grateful because I never met my grandparents. My mom and dad are gone a long time. And she said, 60s, my best years. And when you're 97 to say that, and I look at her on a book cover at 60, she looked gorgeous. 
it reminded me that that's not how the rest of society views it. But I'll tell right. you what, massive inspiration. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, there's, there's no words for it. I mean, every time you talk with, with Elaine, you feel like, you know, if you, if you think like, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling all that hot today or whatever, you just go, listen, I have no right to feel this way. The lady is 97 years old. Every time you talk to her, you come out inspired. I mean, it's amazing. It is. I just had her on my summit. It's almost otherworldly that she has this energy. But I'll, I don't know if you notice this. There are two people in my life who do this. One is Les Brown. The other is Elaine. They laugh all the time, like in a conversation. She'll just yeah. go. <laughs> and you're like, you're like right. so damn happy. Yes. Right. And she and she did not have an easy life. No. I mean, no. She had she had some tragedy in her life that she had to overcome. And you have to give it to her that, you know, through things like that, that somebody comes out on the other side and is able to laugh on a regular basis. You kind of go, wow, that that's that's something. And I've known a few people like that. And it's interesting because those are the ones who make it to really old age and really in good shape uh, mentally and physically. And it's inspiring. And it's something for all of us to learn from and strive for. Here's my question to you. At this point in your life, you've achieved so much. You're at a certain age. Why do you keep going? Because I love it. I love doing it. And I love inspiring people. And I love, you know, I love showing off to people that I can still do it. And I love people showing me off that they can do it. And that's, you know, that's, that's, that keeps me going. Uh, I enjoy doing fitness. I enjoy the benefits of it. Uh, you know, we have our we have our pitfalls along the way and you know the bottom line is to keep on going uh to you know dust dust yourself out after you fall and look ahead and say i'm going to continue going and then also maintain relationships you know we've got two minutes to the break what does that mean for you the importance of people in your life obviously jack for 20 years i don't i could probably go back i was inducted in 2010 and we met before that so that's already 12 years Talk to me, talk to everyone else, the value of your network. Of course, very, very important. And I think, you know, as, you, as, as people come to your life, uh, some people you learn from, some people you teach, uh, and it, the cycle of life goes on. Some people come into your life, then you don't see them for a few years, and then they come back into your life. I think that to keep, to keep good relationships and positive relationships with people and to nurture those friendships that you do have is really, really important. Uh, even if you're not in touch on a regular basis, even if you're not touch, in touch daily, because you can only do that with so many people daily. But I think that, that uh, to maintain that energy of, 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 uh, of wanting to share and wanting to, to, to spread uh, the joy of fitness in our case, uh, and and to to help people participate in it and and gather people around us that are that are like-minded. and I don't like- want to cut you off but my producers are waving at me I'm going to take our second break for the show I know it's going so fast live live radio right we're going to be right back with Gilad more about fitness health and looking really sexy after sixty uh, I'm Forbes Riley you're listening to the Forbes Factor we focus on health wealth and happiness and today my friends I got all three don't go away. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. If you're visual, you know what I'm doing at this point. It's my little spin gym break. I've got a spin gym in Hawaii with Gilan. I think that I'm head I'm Joshua's never been to Hawaii. I think we are going to pack up some of these, come out and, and rip it up. Hey, one of my girls, one of my beautiful students, Olga, is in New York right now. She teaches ballroom dancing. Do you dance ballroom? I, I, I've done ballroom dancing. Yes, I do. I'm going to connect the two of you. She is a Russian Olympic champion. She's beautiful. Ooh. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I can take my lady and we go dancing. That'd be great. I think this is going to be very exciting. I'll set you guys up. There we go. All right. So, guys, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Gilad, who has been is going to co- cross over to 40 years on television doing fitness shows. And it's just a spectacular career. When the National Fitness Hall of Fame reached out to you, first of all, what year was it and what was your reaction? Uh, well, when they first reached out to me, this was like in 2005, I believe it was. Uh, I got the calls. Uh, my, you know, my uh, uh, secretary at the time said there's they're calling you from the hall of fame and i said well is this is this some kind of a solicitation (laughs) and uh, at first it sounded like it but then i realized that there's really such a uh such an organization called the national fitness hall of fame and the gentleman who runs it has uh, done an amazing amount of work uh collecting some wonderful wonderful pieces of information and people that have been involved in fitness uh, throughout the centuries, really, and uh, sort of started this uh, this hall uh, with, you know, items and people's work, life work, and things. And 
And eventually I, uh, you know, uh, understood that he's serious about it. And he really, he wanted to nominate me for, you know, my accomplishment with the show, with Bodies in Motion and Total Body Skull. Right. And, uh, and uh, I got inducted. Uh, I think you got inducted as well, right? 2010, my friend. I'll tell you what, what. What year did you, you were two years before me? Okay, so I got inducted in 2007. Seven, okay. And there was this little caveat back then, because for, for those of you who know, and his name is John Figarelli, he's out of Chicago, huge passion between him and Robert Goldman when they started this whole thing. And they got some beautiful people. And they were really all about preserving, like you said, all of the information, putting it somewhere, because fitness is a phenomenal yet ever-evolving concept. And for a little window there, I snuck in because I am not, although I'm a dancer and I made my own body look like something, I have sold more fitness products than almost all of you combined. I, yes. had, a, I had a series on television called Fit TV with, with Body by Jake. And for five years, I sold 1,500 different products. Well, you were on our, you came on doing Bodies in Motion at some point, didn't you? Yes, I did. With yeah. Body by Yes, I did. Yeah, I everybody came. did. Yes. <clears throat> and it was a phenomenal concept. And, uh, and I got nominated and very happily stepped up because some of my all-time heroes are all part of that world. And I know that I made a difference in the world because of, to getting people, you know, it's a funny thing. When I first talked to one of the big infomercial producers, I've done 194 infomercials. And at some, I was so committed to getting in shape and doing this. And they said to me something that I didn't like. I said, how do we get people to really get fit? Let's put in a journal and let's do follow-up calls. Let's do this. And they said to me, sweetheart, we're not in the business of getting people fit. We're in the business of selling fitness products. Right, right. Yeah. Right. I had a huge epiphany about what I wanted to do with my life and my world in terms of really helping people. And I think you're on that same boat. Yes? Absolutely. I agree with you. Listen, I, I, I've, I've had a couple of infomercials myself. Uh, one was a tremendous success. A couple were decent and a couple didn't work as well. And I have to say that, uh, the ones that every single one that I was involved in, uh, I had the belief that the product can help a person on the journey. However, I understand the, the, what you're saying about the infomercial industry and the people that run those things. And they're really uh, they're interested in selling product. They don't care if the person at home is participating or not. Well, uh, speaking of super fit, uh, Joshua just came home from the gym. I think you you met him at the National Fitness Hall of Fame. Come sit for one second. Good. Come on, I see the little body here. Come cool. just sit for a second. Uh, we are on radio, so don't embarrass me. We're oh. live. Um, yeah. little, here's a little arm. Oh. Did, it, did his <laughs> arm get a little smaller? No, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, you know what? <laughs> He just retired. He he was at you were your biggest for Mr. Olympia, weren't you? Yeah, I competed for ten years, and I'm forty five now. So I thought it's time to hang it up and spend more time on um, working in production and as a three D artist editor. So now Bilad show films in Hawaii. We've not been to Hawaii. You want to go work out with him? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, I love you. Well, I love you. Thank you. Take care. Oh. Yeah, so for those. For those of you guys who are watching on Facebook, that is my hubby, my honey, the love of my life, Joshua Self. If you want to look him up on Instagram, one of the fittest bodies I've ever seen when he was at his peak. Oh, my God. Six foot two work of art. And uh, but he also 
and this is a, a crazy thing is I know you love stories. 2020, January 2nd, he was hit on his motorcycle by a car. So, and you can see this on his Instagram. If you go to joshuaself.esi for elite self-image, shattered his foot, his ribs, his back, and he spent six months in a wheelchair, shriveled down to nothing. And Gilad, this was, I had a ringside seat to something I'd never seen before. He said to me in June, he looked like a skinny little nothing. He walked in with his crutch. He said, when they open those gyms again after COVID, I'm going back. I want another, I want a title. I want a Mr. Olympia. And a year later, and you can see the before and after, he did it. I'd never Amazing. seen such commitment. Amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Well, goes to tell you again, it can be done. You got to want it. Yeah. It, you, can't, you can't force somebody to want something. They have to want them want it for themselves. And if they want it for themselves, they can achieve it. You have a success story of somebody. Not everybody has to be a champion. You have to be the champion of your own of your own life. That's the that's, bottom now, line. Olga's gonna put that on a t-shirt. You don't have to be a champion, just to be a champion of your own life. And that's true. And yeah. I also think that I bring shows like this to you because the awareness, I love communicating about this. And I love obviously communicating fitness has been my entire existence, which is the irony of this, because when I look at my mom at 260 pounds, I look better in my 60s than she did at 45. And I remember thinking to myself, I will figure this out. I will make this work for me. And along that way, I wanted to teach and educate and help other people because some people just, they don't see the door right in front of them. And they just opened it and walked through. Like you said, you don't need to do Joshua, but you do need to take your first step. You know, I, I, I have to tell you, we brought your, uh, your mom into this. I'll bring my dad into this because my dad was the kind of guy that the first thing that he takes care of besides his wife and is his car, okay? <laughs> the car. The car has to be tip-top. It has to be, you know, uh, shining. It has to do this. But what about himself? I remember we, I used to have this argument with him since I can remember, okay? I'd say... You're taking care of the car, Dad. Why aren't you taking care of your body? Why don't you go for a jog instead of sitting there brushing the car for another 45 minutes? Go take a jog around the block. No. The car. Okay? So <laughs> I tell, I, you know, in my, in my shows, I have a lot of little vignettes that I talk about that our bodies is our car. This is our car. Yes. So, so for me, besides taking care of family and, and, and you know, your commitments, the next next thing is your car, your vehicle. This vehicle right here, sitting. That's right now. It's it's sitting. It's not driving, but it's sitting. It's it's it's. You got to take care of that vehicle, number one, because if you don't, you can't buy a new part. You can't yeah. go and re well. You can today. You can replace certain things. Yeah. Okay. Basically, you got to take care of that car. You got to put in the best gasoline into it. Food nutrition, the best that you can. Don't put junk into it. You wouldn't put junk into your car. Why would you put junk into your body? That's always my motto, you know? If you so, were a car, which one would you be? Oh, wow. I'll let somebody else say that. No, come on. Give me one. Come on. If I, if I was a car? What would you be? Well, I would definitely be a race car. Which one is already? <laughs> I don't know. To take a pick. I think I'd be a sexy Aston Martin, kind of high-end, but goes, yeah, you know, with a nice leather. Yeah, you look like an Aston Martin type. You for yeah. sure. To yes. me, I'm looking Porsche over here. I'm seeing Lamborghini, you know, something <laughs> kind of sleek and fun. <laughs> All right, so we're almost at the end of the show, which blows my mind. 
Give what? me your philosophy for the world. I'm going to give you the microphone. You, my friend, you have so many things to say and share. And I talk a lot. So what do you want to say to everybody as they're going to embark on the rest of their, their lives from something that you've gone through? Well, to summarize, you know, I think that to summarize uh, what we said, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. I love uh, it. No, we've known each other for gosh, I don't know how many years. It's uh, I'm afraid I'm afraid to count because it, it kind of, it kind of ages us. But well, uh, I have you know it's funny. I'm going to post on my Facebook because I have a collection of photos of you from the time okay. that I met you. I have you at sadly at Jack's funeral. I have a very in interesting photo of the two of us at the National Fitness Hall of Fame. So I'm going to post my collection of me and Gilad, but not on the beach of Hawaii. Oi, really? Oh, that's okay. But hey, you you gotta you gotta send them to me as well because I don't think I have them. I will. I'll, I'll post them on my side in Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm giving you the floor. I'm gonna back off for a second, guys. And because I just I love listening to this man. I've listened to him for two decades. Please enjoy him. Okay. So yes. So what I wanted to say is to everybody that uh, ultimately uh, everything is up to you. You can, you, can, you can reach any possible goal that you want to reach if you have the desire and if you know how to set realistic goals to yourself. In other words, when I set up a goal, uh, I will set realistic goals that uh, I take them a step at a time. I set realistic goals. I don't try to overwhelm my program. I don't try to do too many things at once. I don't try to make take any shortcuts. I try to keep the program simple easy to follow and most importantly and what we talked about throughout uh, the conversation with uh, Forbes consistent and I hope that's the takeaway today it's really that anything can be accomplished uh, by setting the right goals and uh, by being consistent and following up well, you have a beautiful place in my heart. You always will. You're going to continue to be on television. Guys, say to everybody here, where can we find you? Okay, so you can find me on our website, which is fitwithgilad.com, uh, on the Facebook page, of course. And uh, on Instagram, it's uh, gilad underscore bodies underscore in underscore motion. And um, yeah, you also have a membership. If we want to see your your workouts, which I just love and think are inspiring, you have a website, yes? Yes, yes, I do. Yes. Yes. And it's called? Fitwithgilad.com. I love that. Fitwithgilad.com. I've run out of time. I want to say thank you, my friend. Enjoy New York City, and I'm looking thank forward to seeing you in Hawaii. Thank you, Forbes, and the audience. Thank you very much. Aloha. Aloha. Hey guys, that is it for today's episode. Uh, when you see me next week, I will be a year older if you're watching live. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to be launching on the Variety Network here on Voice America. I want to say thank you to all of my crew, everyone who works so hard to make this show happen. We've been on for a very long time. To you in the audience, what a great show. Uh, guys, I'll see you again soon. Take good care. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.